Don't even dip your toe in the water Unless you plan to swim Don't give a fucking inch Unless you're planning to give in Don't even leave the nest Unless you plan to fly And no matter what Never say die I said no matter what Never say die I said no matter what Never Mofos, a podcast for rebels who will never stop pushing the limits of what is possible and attainable in their lives. Hosted by me, Scoob Lancedorfer, and Virginia Co., both who have faced and overcome obstacles utilizing the power of mindset, action, and rebellion. What's up, Virginia? What's going on? What's up? Nothing. It's extra to early today. Extra early today. Whew, it was rough a little bit. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> Getting up. Actually, I always get up early, but I don't know. Today, I was just like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I just need to sleep. You know, it's funny because I have a morning routine, so doing something, switching it up, mm-hmm. it's good for you to switch things up, but it's really hard when you are so used to this morning routine. This morning routine, absolutely. Like I'm going to have to flip things around. Yes. And I have the, do you have this like internal clock? Like I'm up. No matter what, like 6.30. Um, I, oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> I do. However, my internal clock is like. 10, 11? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's what I was like, oh, do I say this? The perfect time for me is 8.15. I would love to be standing in my kitchen waiting for a pot of coffee. 8.15. 8.15 is beautiful. But I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to, you know, stare out the window, look at the squirrels, mm-hmm. wait wait for coffee. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you a morning person? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Again, I I love the morning. It's like my time to reflect. I do some mantra work. I do just some journaling. I do very Virginia-type things. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it in peace and quiet and all by myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I am a morning person. I love the morning. I feel like I'm more, I can get more done. You know, I'm just more um, tuned in, focused, everything in the morning, you know. And then by like 11, 12, I can, I can see it start to fall off, you know. I used to love to get up even earlier than that, like sometimes at like 4 in the morning. And just by like 9, 10, get so much stuff done. I've been slacking on that lately, but. Well, they say that, what is it? The most successful people get up at 4.30? Yes. Mm-hmm. I. It depends on what your definition of success is. True. Because <laughs> I'm not getting there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I've talked to even people that, like, they're, it, what works for them is the evening. You know what I mean? It's just what works for them. And you, mm-hmm. gotta, you just got to do what works for you. you. Your body tells you for sure. Right. It gives you the signs and the signals. And I'm definitely not that person. Like, I, I try to do the evening thing, and I just... Can't focus as well. I can't hone in as well on stuff and just don't fit me. Right. And I think it's really important in the morning to have a routine because it sets the tone for your day. So if you can just sit and be reflective for a minute Mm -hmm. and kind of plan out your day in your mind, it'll go much better than just hopping out of bed and winging it without just centering yourself and and giving yourself a minute to reflect on what's going to happen today. What do you want to happen today? I mean, it's 
a clean slate. You get to do whatever you want. Whatever you want. I agree with you. I've, I've been taking, like we've talked before, and <clears throat> I started this yoga. I'm not perfect with it every day, but I've trying, been trying to do it every day. And it's just that doing that yoga every morning, the day is always better because I'm living in the moment. I'm breathing deeply. I'm not thinking about the future or the past. I'm just living in that moment. I uh, recite some, um, just a mantra, so to speak, you know, through the, mm-hmm. what I, whatever that, like, the, the one I did. And I actually get it off this program. I, I, we'll leave a link for this uh, yoga instructor. I watch it on YouTube, and she gives you a mantra. Mine the other day was, I'm a money magnet. I like that one for some reason. I just kept saying it over and over through the, throughout the, uh, the session of yoga. But, yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're sitting there, and you're living in the moment. You're not going through your old routines of the past. When you like when you just talk about a bed and just go through the motions, you're kind of living in the past, right? You're on autopilot. Autopilot, yep. And you're already programmed in your subconscious to do that. So, but if you take the time to just breathe deeply, reflect, like you said, maybe do some yoga, now you're living in the moment and you're not running off them hardwired motions through the subconscious, you know? Right. If you're running on autopilot, the result is going to be the same as every other day. So if you take a minute to actually take the wheel yourself (laughs) and plan out your day in your mind Mm -hmm. and being open to all the opportunities that the day is going to bring you and be excited about what you don't even know is coming your way, Mm -hmm. like expect some surprises, get excited about your day, and then things start to shift for you. Yep, I agree. I even noticed like... I, I do this part-time thing. You know about it. I tell everybody about it. I do this part-time thing. I'm really into motorcycle. When we know my story, we told a story. And I work at a motorcycle shop part-time, help with their uh, social media and their marketing. But I always get sucked into their parts department, which is taking a lot of phone calls because they always need help there. But there's days I notice when I do the yoga and, and do everything you just said, I go through the day so much easier. I mean, you know, I take a lot of calls, and sometimes they can get frustrating taking them calls, you know. And uh, I just notice that I'm more at peace. I'm more relaxed, more mellow. Just so much better when I do what we were just talking about in the morning, you know? Yeah. Complete difference. It's crazy. It's more calm, more relaxed. Other than that, then I'm screaming at people, yelling at them if I don't do it. <laughs> 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 so, but it's, it, so we decided, I want to say this, we didn't say this yet, but so we decided on this podcast that we have a lot of subjects that me and Virginia want to cover, and uh, but we decided sometimes just to do a free-for-all. Like, just don't even have an, an, a subject that we're even going to cover. Just whatever we, whatever comes up, we're going to do. So that's kind of what this one is. If you guys like this, let us know. And, um, you know, give us some ideas, too. If there's something you do want to hear, email us. We always leave our email. And, uh, you know, we'll try to cover some of the subjects. Yeah, I mean, I'm open to discussing anything, especially if somebody has questions about how to approach something. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And it's only suggestions. Whatever we give here, it's just a suggestion to help you move, help you shift. Uh, but you actually have to do the action. Correct. Ours is like the swift kick in the ass, so to speak, right? Right. <laughs> a little push. Maybe that was a little harsh, but a little push. But once the push, you know, the momentum, get the momentum, get the ball rolling, get you go forward just a little bit. Because you can build upon that. And actually, in my belief, is that you, you don't want to start big. Everyone wants to start big. You know, the big goals, I get it, I understand. That's, but usually if, you, if it's too big, it becomes too much and you'll quit. You're better off to start with just little baby steps, accomplish that, and just build upon that. Keep going. Now the momentum will build. Right. Because mm-hmm. I am famous for getting overwhelmed with a big project. Me too. It's, you know, 
how do you start? You get into these situations where you look at things that seem overwhelming and you think, oh my God, I don't even know where to start one step at a time, like the, the smallest, most attainable portion. Yep. You know, there's that saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Absolutely. That's exactly how you have to approach these big projects. You really do. You really do. I'm like you. I'm just like you. Maybe it's the tourist thing. I think we said that before. We're both tourists. And uh, I dream really big, right? I have a lot of things that go through my mind, and, and I just blow them up. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this and this. And, I just, and then, all of, and then it, it just becomes too much sometimes. And, I, and if I don't take it, chunk it down into little bite-sized things, so to speak, and actually write them down on paper and say, okay, here's where I can start just to get this done today. And the key is <laughs> to actually do that, though. Another big problem that a lot of people do is they don't ever start. They, they think these grandiose things, but they never even take the first action for anything, and that kills it dead. If you don't, when you come up with that kind of stuff, I learned this a long time ago, and this works for me, you gotta, you got to take some kind of action right away. You can't let it go a day. You can let it maybe go a day. Maybe that's it, but if it's a call you got to make, if it's something you got to jump online and just look up a buy, buy domain, whatever it may be. You have to take just a little bit and it'll, it'll get that ball rolling. I agree. You know, we get stuck in these fear cycles, mm-hmm. like we're afraid that we're going to make the wrong decision. We're going to do the wrong thing. And you can't, if you do, that's okay. You can't stop moving. You have to keep moving. So even if you make the wrong decision, guess what? You have a chance tomorrow to correct it. Yep. You get to learn from it. So just keep going. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Not at all. I totally agree with you. I I think I've said this to you before, helping you like build your website and what you were doing. It, and I forget who says this. I'd have to look it up. But it's it comes from somebody. It's a marketer, and it's ready, shoot, aim. Ready, shoot, aim. And I love that saying because just ready, shoot, just shoot. As long as you shoot, you're you're making it. You're you're taking action, and then aim later. Figure it out, you know, and because it'll come to you later. If you if you ready, shoot, aim, like you just said, it's going to show you what you where you made a mistake. Now you can correct it. You can hone in on that bullseye. We don't always hit the bullseye the first time. You're throwing darts like you hardly ever hit the bullseye, you know. And sometimes we think that we know what we want our bullseye to be, and then when you start moving forward and really getting to know yourself and know what your goal is, it changes. Like you shift and say, oh, that's really not the direction that I wanted to go. I wanted it to be a little more specific on this other side. So you get to learn exactly what you want, but you have to be in motion to do that. And you have to take the action to get you to that next step of, oh, that's really not my goal. My goal is actually over a little bit. Over, absolutely. I mean, you know, that actually almost always happens, really, because you look at it in the sense that you think this is what it is, and it's cool, that's great, but once you start to take the action and you learn from your mistakes, you almost always, it always comes down to like, wow, it turned out this way, and that's not exactly the way I was looking at it. It's not the dream I had, it's how I wanted it to turn out, but that's all right, and there's no problem, you know, it's turned out the way it was supposed to turn out, really, Mm -hmm. for sure. So... I had this great opportunity this week to drive some really awesome luxury vehicles. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, you always have this thing like, I would love to have this particular car. I would love to have this. Mm -hmm. 
And I got to drive these two vehicles and I drove them both to the same place. So it was the same amount of time that I spent in these cars. They're great, but they cost as much as my home. <laughs> exactly. I can so not... my goal has shifted. Goal <laughs> I do has... not want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. You know, you put it into perspective. You're like, this is what I want. This is what I want. And now I have the opportunity. And the vehicles were fantastic. I I couldn't even tell you um, what they were. I know. I was um, just going to ask it. Like, you got to tell what, us what they are. But. One was a Mercedes. It's the new sedan. Mm-hmm. So I had my choice between the Porsche. Is it a Primera? Primera? What is that? I don't know. I'm not a. I really no, no. am not a car person. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I just look at these vehicles and was like, oh, these are all sexy. So I'll <laughs> drive whatever you want these me to drive. Good as he- these are really good. Um, so it was a Mercedes and it's, I, I liked it better than the Porsche. Really? But then I drove an Audi, the A7. Mm-hmm. I liked that better than the Mercedes. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but there were features on both and you really get to know like what you want and realize at the end of the day, I wouldn't have either of them because my lovely Subaru legacy mm-hmm. is fun to drive and cost me way less because I would rather shift my goal and have a car that I can afford and be able to, instead of making car payments, make memories and do travel and do things that I want to do. So my goal shifts when you have an experience but in order for your goal to shift and have that experience, you actually have to take action. And I was just lucky enough to be able to drive these vehicles and realize my goal has changed. I do not need those. Hey, I've always been like you. I've ever my, my father actually taught me this. He's like, never pay for a car that you pay more than what your house payment would be, you know. And he always instilled that in me. I, of course, I'm always mechanical, too, so I can fix stuff. So that changes a little bit, you know. But I've never owned, I've owned one car in my life that I paid, I only, this is the biggest payment I've ever had. It was a truck, and I paid $200 a month for it. And the, since what? Been, I swear, since I've been 16, I swear. I, I tell you what. <laughs> because you said it a second ago, and I love what you said. I'd rather have the memories. That's how I, that's how I always looked at it. I have a saying. Here's my saying. I, love, I, I hope you guys love it, and here's what it is. I'll let the memories pay the tab, Okay. I'd rather have good memories and look back on them. So I'm, I, I've always done that with vehicles. I figured I'm not letting a vehicle take all my money. I want to have the memories. I mean, for what? Yeah, because I was maybe seven minutes into my drive with the very fancy schmancy Mercedes. And I tell you, it's got this dynamic seating, which is, I wish my car had it. That's the feature that I want. If I could just shift that feature into my car, I'd love it. It'd be perfect, yes. It's amazing. Yes. But would I want that giant car payment just to be flashy? Hell no. Hell no. I would rather drive a beater and then take vacations. I'm going to Montana next month. Yes, please. I just want to experience life and not from the front seat of my car. <laughs> exactly. And you know what's going to happen? I guarantee it happens to everybody. I see my neighbor where I'm from just buy this brand new Tundra. They're all excited. It's, it's great. You have these, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a new vehicle. It don't take about a month, about the first payment or the second payment. And you're already like, why did I do this? And I see him all the time. Like, 
do you want hey do you want to go kayaking do you want to go uh dude i'm like kind of hurting on the money and i'm like man why would you ever like to me that just don't make sense you know right to, to hinder your life in a way and the fun you can have and the memories you can have and the things you can do just to drive around look i'm driving a moto van right now right that was given to me from uh, one of my students that i coached the dad hey, he asked me hey can you want a van i have a van a moto van i'm getting rid of it heck yeah i'll take this moto van i'm driving that right now with no payment whatsoever so i have no car payment you know i love it i have i think twelve hundred dollars left on my car i'm so excited it'll be paid off by christmas yes please (laughs) absolutely absolutely and when I purchased my car, I had no idea what a Subaru was, which half the country will be like, what? We live in Subaru. I actually just said, what? You don't, really? I had no idea. Really? I just Googled cars that had the best value overall, yes. and Ford came up. I was like, I'm not going to a Ford. But Subaru, and I was like, I've never heard of a Subaru. So now I had to find a Subaru dealership. So it was like an hour away from my home, and I realized really quick that there are no used Subarus. Once people get them, they keep them, because I kept saying, oh, no, I want used, I want used. And I had to drive an hour and a half to go find a used vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, there's, there must be something to it. So. Oh, Subarus, absolutely. I mean, they're, they hold their value. They're very good cars. You know what I mean? They're hard it's to find. It's so much fun to drive, too. My kid was just down here, and she said, can I borrow your car? And I gave it to her. She went to the beach, and when she got back, she was like, your car's really fun to drive. <laughs> <laughs> is it all-wheel drive? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great vehicles. For sure. Yeah, I would I would do it again in a heartbeat. So I feel like I made a great decision just based on the research that I did ahead of time. Just like any goal, you have to research it and figure out what you want. And then now it's almost paid off. And according to like everything I have read, the mileage can go in excess of 300000 So I'm like, yeah. I won't have a car payment for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you can make memories. Now, now you, you don't have that payment hindering you. You, could, you know, you can take that money and do a lot of other stuff, travel, build right. businesses. It's just you can take it and allocate it somewhere for you for growth. For, you know what I mean? Um, yep, 100%. Um, here's the key, though. i got to say this. You change it. If they get 300000 you have to change that oil. Don't think you're getting that. you got to change your oh, oil. Oh, no. I am religious. That, perfect. Because a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to get 300000 out of a Subaru because that's what they get. Yeah, if you change the oil, that's the lifeblood of them. Mm-hmm. And, they, and you ask them, do you change it? Oh, no, I never change the oil. Well, you ain't getting 300000 I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna- you have to definitely maintain everything. Yeah. And I'm on a, a schedule. And that goes for just washing your vehicles you know it's i just had it detailed a couple weeks ago and it had been a hot minute but since i had had that done yeah i swear to god it drove better (laughs) (laughs) it was finally happy my my car was like it is about time you clean me thank you i freaking love that everything i love that i love that because i totally understand i swear to god i clean my dirt bike i swear it runs better yeah i put a sticker cool sticker on it i swear it runs better even my vehicle same thing I clean it, swear it runs better, you know. So how'd your week go? How's your, what do you, what have you been reading anything? What have you been reading? Uh, No, I have not been reading, but 
I was asked to participate in a book. So this week I turned in my chapter for this book on healing. Mm. And it was an eye-opening experience when I agreed to participate in this project. It's because I absolutely adore who came up with this project. I like the concept of having, I think there's 33 participants that are speaking on healing. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's not necessarily physical healing like me. You know, I I spoke of my cancer. Mm -hmm. It is everything from PTSD to relationships to spiritual stuff it's a lot in this book so uh just writing my chapter was very therapeutic for me because it brought up a whole lot of stuff that i had kind of pushed down Mm -hmm. so it was it was part of my healing was to hey don't ignore this like you you have a mission to do and that's to continue to share and I got to do that just by writing this chapter and it was very interesting because you know I come from this place of I do things differently mm-hmm. I'm not about western medicine and things like this so Absolutely. when he sent it to his copy editor I think he got a little bit of pushback because he said hey <laughs> oh really my copy editor wants to to add a disclaimer that he was he was it was suggested that he add a medical and nutrition disclaimer mm-hmm. for my chapter wow and I I got a little triggered mm-hmm. and then I had to like breathe into it and really reflect on where it was coming from and it's coming from somebody who is probably coming from a place of uh, not knowing exactly what I do not knowing what psyche is not knowing how the mind and body work together to heal and so you know that was a fear-based response is automatically like oh you need to have this medical disclaimer and so I handled it well for me, you know, I'm a German tourist, so your first instinct is to like lamb blast them uh, and absolutely. set them straight and explain it to them. And Boy. I had to like calm down <laughs> <laughs> and, and really realize where this person was coming from. And the funny thing was I gave zero medical advice in this chapter that I had written and zero nutritional advice other than clean up your fucking diet. <laughs> Just straightforward. Clean yeah, up the son of a like, bitch up. Don't treat your meat suit like shit, Mm -hmm. which is all common sense. You don't need a disclaimer for me to tell you don't eat Cheetos for breakfast every fucking day. Correct. Drag bag of Doritos. (laughs) So (laughs) that was that was a big eye opening moment this week. Like, oh. There are going to be these people that come out of fear and that that come out of a different understanding, and I have to be prepared for for that. So I just kind of centered myself and was like, okay. And you know that she wanted me to add. Well, don't you want to add sun exposure as a reason that that you got cancer? No, because I did have melanoma. Okay. But I never linger in the sun. Like that is not how this happened for me. So mm-hmm. I don't want to add it. Yes. And don't you want to mention that it is the most dangerous of all the skin cancer? No. Why do I want to give power to a disease when I'm trying to empower patients yes. over disease? Like, yes, so yes. it just didn't make sense to me. So, yeah, I spent two days, like, formulating responses and trying to center myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. This is interesting. First of all, Creighton Ways, Virginia. I love it. Second, Always. Second of all, I love that. 
So what was the resolve on this? Where where they did they when when uh, ultimately ended up happening? What? So um, again, the the person who is putting this project together is just the sweetest kind of soul. So he did respond. He said thank you for responding the way that you did. He said you know I just he's been in quarantine. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of medical advice happening back and forth with with the treatment of coronavirus and everything else. You know, there's people who uh, who are all for hydrochloroquine. Yes, yes. And there are people who are totally against hydrochloroquine. That's a whole other argument. But the fact of the matter is that played into it in some way, shape, or form. That there's this argument about medical advice. And he didn't know how to really approach it. So he thought, well, yeah, maybe it does need a medical disclaimer. But after we talked about it, I said, I will take out any content that you see as being medical advice. And he said, well, I reread your chapter and I don't think there's anything in it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Because there's not. (laughs) So it just ended up like us talking it out. And he said, I really appreciate that you did respond the way you did. And I said, I trust you 100 percent, 100 percent. So that's why I'm participating in this project. But I won't go with the medical disclaimer because it's over the top and I won't change my story because at, at the end of the day, my story is my story. And how I dealt with my cancer is I'm in no way, shape or form in a position to tell people how to deal with cancer. Like it's a huge thing that you do and you have to do it on your own but i'm here to support yes and tell you what my story was and if i can help anybody in any way i'm gonna do that yes but i'm not qualified to give medical advice for sure (laughs) absolutely not and all you just said all you can do is tell your story and so if it resonates with people then that's that it does and if it doesn't it doesn't you know not, not right. everybody it's going to resonate with. Not at all. And that's why his project is so beautiful. He's got 33 other people. If my story doesn't resonate with you, go and, and read the other story. So I think he's going to have something at the beginning of his book when it finally comes out that just says these are stories of individuals. And, you know, basically take it, take it as you as you'd like. But they're they're meant to help and guide and see what you connect with. Yeah, absolutely. What? So is this, when's it going to be released? Is it going to be a little bit or? I am not positive. Yeah. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he is on it. Like he has a whole schedule and he has been cracking the whip. It's great. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> He's like, I need your stories. Everybody, I need your stories. stories. Everybody, I need your headshots. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like he is really organized. So I, I have a lot of respect for him. He's He's fantastic. It sounds like a great idea. I love it. Like to put all them people together in a book like that with all their stories, you know. And uh, Absolutely. I think it's a great idea and and it like we just said, you're going to go through that book and some are going to resonate with you and some are not. Is it is it like entrepreneurial stuff too or is it all like like Nope. I don't know everybody's story. I just know um some of it is mental health. Like I said some of it's PTSD. Okay. Me it's, you know, illness. Uh-huh. There's a couple of those. Yeah, it's just it's a combination of a little bit of everything. We should tell them, we should tell them about our conversation last night, right? <laughs> <laughs> we should, Scoob. We should. That, that I, I, goes I, right on to. That, um... <laughs> that, fit, that fit perfect, didn't it? That fit perfect. Uh-huh. With, with, what we were just talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got this uh, phone call from this guy that I do this podcast with. Yeah. 
And he, oh, he's got this habit of like canceling and changing the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, he called to tell me that he needed to change the time again. And, uh, we had a very good conversation mm -hmm. about setting boundaries. This guy sounds like a real asshole, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> about like actually setting boundaries and, and mm -hmm. meeting the expectation. Cause you know, he does have somebody that he's working with and she's always having to kind of move. <laughs> And shift and yeah. So we all have to own our own bullshit though. Yep, yep. And sometimes it takes a minute for us to realize what that is. Yes. And I think me just pointing it out to you finally hit like it, it really, really it, did. And it was just like you just said, your set of eyes on it. Oh well, and obviously being involved in it, but just I I love your straightforwardness. So you you just you just tell me you told me like it was, you know what I mean? And it and it and it <laughs> But like I just said, it kind of illuminated me. I like that word illuminated because I kind of was suppressing it, like thinking it was no big deal, always canceling, say we can't do it this day, you know what I mean? Right. And what I love is you made me aware of, uh, you know, I'm a busy person. I have this motocross coaching business. I do a lot of stuff like that. But And sometimes I have this problem of taking on a new customer, client, and letting them actually kind of rule me in a way in the sense of, when they want to do this coaching instead when I already had plans with something of our project like we got going on here and seems easier to me this sounds bad but to call you and say hey we got to change our plans well you got a life going on too and you got things going on and I shouldn't just assume that it's going to be easier for you right plus you need to respect the time that you've set aside to to do this because yeah. this was your brainchild like you thought of this whole project so you need to honor that project and whatever time you have set aside for it which right now you know we're recording on a specific day at a specific time yep. you need to honor that for yourself like take me out of the equation for a minute yeah you need to honor that for yourself and say, hey, this is my commitment. It's between this hour and this hour on this day. I am busy. So, no, I cannot book you at this time. I can book you at noon. I can book you at 1. We can do later in the afternoon. We can choose another day. But you need to set those boundaries for yourself. I am telling you, once you set those boundaries for yourself, Scoob, because this has been kind of a pattern with you, <laughs> I guarantee you something will shift into place. That it, this is a lesson that you need to learn. I can see it clearly. Yep. yep. That once you you do shift that thing, things will click into place for you. Things the, the puzzle pieces are going to fall together a yep. lot better. Yeah. Because yeah. you're so worried that that things will fall apart if you don't bend to other people, other circumstances. That that's not true. You need to stand firm and let things just click into place. Yep. Well, I'm going to, honestly, I definitely love what you said, and I woke up to it, and I'm going to, I'm going for it 100%. I know what to do. We talk about it every time in this podcast. This is what this podcast is here for. My next step is to take action, and I'm going to take the action, right? Um, mm -hmm. Start standing my ground firmly on when I have commitments, stick to my commitments, right? And other people that if something comes in with training and everything, all right, just like you just said. Here, I'm busy from this time to this time. Um, we can do it at this time. You know, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to doing it because I've, I've been very guilty of that. I've, I've done that all of my life, basically. So it's not going to be easy for me. I know that right. for a fact. It's not going to be easy. It is going to be hard. It's going to kind of be scary. I know it's going to be scary. It's going to hurt. 
in a way. Like, it's going to be hard to kind of push through it, you know what I mean? It's going to be very fearful. I know it is. Because my brain is on that automatic way of doing that, you know? Yep. Um, it's your subconscious program that's totally sabotaging how you function, that you let others dictate what's going to happen in your week. You need to take control of that. And I guarantee you, once you get over that fear, because once you start doing it, that anxiety that you feel will dissipate. It won't have that charge anymore. You won't, you won't instantly want to bend to whatever a friend needs, a client needs, a boss needs. Yeah. You will take care of your needs first. And then you'll be in this much happier and much, it'll be a higher functioning place for you mm-hmm. because you're actually focusing on you first. And I fully expect like an excited phone call at some point when you are like, hey, guess what I did? I didn't shift my shit around. Oh, it's coming. You, you know me too. You know me. It's going to, I'm, I'm going to go off. You're going to be like, can you let me go? We've been on for like an hour about your shift. Like, like, I actually said no to somebody. <laughs> I said no. Can you believe it? And I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll tell you. I'll be like telling you like an hour later, and you're like, okay, like, uh, can we get off the phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to set it down somewhere. Yeah, like, just Randomly like, pick it up. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 Scooby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back down. Tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what will happen is it, it will be that aha moment like, oh, my God, I actually said, no, I can't do that. And the world didn't come crashing down. There was no lightning. There was no hellfire. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, when can you do it? When can you schedule me? Yep. No, Your time's important. I, absolutely. I know that. My, the time is very, very important. And um, I'm actually really excited. Like I'm sitting here talking to you right now about this. This is definitely one of my hiccups, so to speak, one of my glitches. And I'm, it's actually making me excited right now to go forward with this. I can't wait. I can't wait to make that phone call to you. Actually, you know, but I can't wait to actually do this. And I know that I'll go to like a higher vibration, so to speak, with this. Yes. I know know it's holding me back. There's a hand, you know, and it's pushing me backwards. I know that. But I've come become so programmed and used to doing it that it's it's just what I do, and it's hard. So. But we talked about this last night. Mm -hmm. That that is a fear-based response. Correct. You bending to everybody else's needs is a fear-based response. So you need to just get out of that. You need to realize that fear-based response holds you down. And in order for you to move forward and and get into a a mode of success, you have to get through that fear-based response and you have to respond genuinely to what you need based strictly on taking care of yourself yes absolutely you're right about the puzzle pieces falling together and all that because everything else if i look at like like, like say this podcast you just said it like i came up with this whole idea made it we I put it all together stuff like that and other things i do with my track i'm good this is the actual piece that's kind of affecting everything else that i do very well it's kind of a cancer so to speak i don't want to be too it, it, you know what i mean that affects some of the other stuff that i do really well that i'm not fear that I don't have fear with and my discipline and my drive and you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. This is something that lights you up. You came up with the idea. You really wanted to do it. This is a direction that you wanted to move into. Mm -hmm. So why would you deny yourself something for yourself? You know, why would you deny yourself any of this benefit? 
It's almost like you're self-sabotaging, trying to bend to everybody else. Yeah, so, yeah. I got a little coaching session from you there. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we all need a coaching session every once in a while. I definitely, when I am stuck, that's what I do. I reach out. I've got a couple mentors, so I kind of feel out where I'm stuck at. Mm -hmm. And I just had a session earlier this week, and it was fantastic when you get that person that can hone in and target exactly where it's sore and get you to to think about it to shift and take action it it makes all the difference in the world so even coaches need coaches yes absolutely i couldn't agree more and I'm, i'm actually kind of bad with that and too because i don't do that a lot i try to figure it out on my own that's that bullheaded tourist thing and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you making me realize just even in our conversation last night and right now through this podcast, which everyone's going to hear, is you do got to get, you said it earlier, you got to get another set of eyes on it. Because sometimes maybe you don't know what you don't know. You're not seeing it, you know? Yes. It, yes. It's in a blind spot. It's in a blind spot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all you need sometimes is just someone to make you aware of it. Yep, I agree 100%. And that's what you last night when we had that, when I called you to that asshole called you to change the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, tell me again about that asshole that called me. Yeah, that asshole called you to change the time for the hundredth time, and you went off on me, and I was like, "Fucking right, that was the shit. I needed that." You now, know? come on, Scoop, did I go off on you? No, you, you, okay. <laughs> yeah, you did. I and just you, pointed it out. In your way, you good? went off on me. Yeah, in your way, you went off. In your way, it was. Don't take that the wrong way, you know what I mean, as far as, like, <laughs> as, far as, like yelling at me or something. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't take out my earrings. <laughs> hold these. Hold these. going to go off on scoob. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, I mean, I just, it's that coach in me that I can't, mm-hmm. I can't not take the opportunity to say, oh, I've noticed something here. A pattern with scoob. Let me bring it to his attention. <laughs> So basically what you did was you reached through the, through the phone and jab slapped me a couple of times. And so I, wake up. Yeah, you made me wake up. I love it. And it's not because of anything that was happening on my end. Like, it's not that I was mad or I was upset. It was that I don't think you see this pattern yeah. and it's causing you issues. Yes. So that's why I did it. It's causing you issues. You're not taking time for yourself. And that's a problem because everybody needs to take time for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's part of self-care. Doing this podcast, it's something that you love. It's something that you put your mind to. It's something that you created. You need that as part of your self-care. So take it. Absolutely. Let me ask you something because we're notorious for this. Notoriouses are actually notorious for this. And that is not, you know, Basically giving ourselves a pat on the back or celebrating even a small win. I'm the tourist for that. I know, I, you know, reading about tourists and talking to other tourists, we're known to do that, not not pat ourselves on the back. Celebrate a win, so to speak. And uh, I think you've even told me in the past that you were like that. What? But you, you, you now celebrate them wins. Take time for yourself. Where, where did that shift happen? Where is that just through coaching, other coaching that you got that made you realize that? Oh, yeah. Like I had to have a coach pointed out to me because I was so frustrated that nothing was shifting. Nothing was happening. You know, when you start something new, mainly like my business, Mm -hmm. I've never done it before. I don't know what I'm doing. So I was just going through the motions of what I knew to do, but I wasn't giving myself credit for it. So once I got a coach because I got stuck, 
again, don't stay stuck. You got to keep moving. And if that means that you need that fresh set of eyes, get somebody that can just shift you and, and point out some obvious things like you've done all of this stuff and you haven't given yourself credit. So now I have, I'm one of those weirdos mm -hmm. that now has post-its all over her bathroom mirror mm -hmm. with some really big milestones that I have hit That's because awesome. I I need to keep that in my foreground that you have done this stuff. Like give yourself credit and yeah. keep building momentum based off of that. Yeah. That's not weird. House post notes on the bathroom wall weird. I don't think that's weird. I think that's awesome. That's a great Good. idea. Yeah, for real. Straight up. They're all rainbow colored. I well, went and got different colored Sharpies. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I do the big, uh, whiteboard right mm -hmm. I, I, right here where i'm doing the park podcast i have it right behind me and i have i do the same thing it's not with post-it notes but literally right in front of me i'm looking up is all these just i write them in a loose uh, notebook right and then i just rip them up and pin them up i mean i'm looking yep. at, i'm looking at one right now it says plan for victory learn from defeat seven per you know just different stuff like that stuff i write down i mean that's not on the same thing we were talking about as far as wins i've had and, and patting myself on the back so to speak I don't say that to brag, you know what I mean? But it is very true when, when I learned this, and I didn't learn it from a coach, but it just watching other YouTube videos of people like Tony Robbins and stuff like that, that you got to celebrate some wins. I started just, I love steak, right? Like us starting this podcast. We actually went through it. You know what? We got this thing going. We started it. It was just a dream at one point. Well, I'm going to celebrate that. Let me go have a steak, right? That sounds, that sounds weird, but mm -hmm. it's, it is crazy how... You sit down, go to Texas Roadhouse, whatever, I had a steak, and you just reflect on, hey, we this is happening. We did it. It raises your energy. Yep. And it's all about energy. So, makes sense? Perfect sense. <laughs> awesome. It's really important to um, to recognize the, the small things that you're accomplishing in order to get you to your, your end game, the, yep. the goal. I love this free-for-all thing. I say we do this maybe at least one episode a week or whatever, whatever we come up with. Uh, I kind of enjoyed just doing this free fall and let us know people like when you, if you like this, how we did this on this platform on this one. Yeah. Let us know. Hit us up. Let us know. Also, like I said earlier, if you come up with any ideas that maybe any subjects that you would love to have, uh, get help with, and maybe like we said through this podcast, you're stuck somewhere in a rut right now, so to speak. And you'd like to hear our perspective on it. Maybe that perspective will illuminate you. will make you aware of it and have, have you have breakthroughs in it. I love it. And we'd love to do that. So awesome. Great podcast today. We'll see you guys all later. And till next week. Set those boundaries. Set those boundaries. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> Bye. People will disrespect you for the strangest things. They'll hold you underneath their thumb and try to clip your wings. But the only way they win is if you fucking quit. So never give in and don't take no shit Don't even dip your toe in the water Unless you plan to swim Don't give a fucking inch Unless you're planning to give in Don't even leave the nest Unless you plan to fly And no matter what Never say he died I said no matter what Never say he died One more time, no